If you have ever tried to sell directly to a customer as a small business owner, you know the adrenaline rush and the anxiety and the angst you can get um, when approaching a customer to sell to them. I remember one of the most uh, demeaning, uh, terrible experiences I had with selling to a customer. There was a very large customer that I was trying to get and um, I knew that it would be hard to get this customer. And I decided that I was going to persist no matter what. So I started sending some gifts to this customer in the mail. And then I would call after I knew that they received the gift to follow up and try to get in touch and have a conversation with the owner. At one point when I made one of these calls to try to set up an, an appointment to meet them. The person at the front desk answered and I started learning to just ask for this person's uh, person by name and just tell them my name before they asked and not act like I was with a certain company um, so that maybe I could get through to the owner. What happened was is the front desk person that answered this actually forgot to put me on hold and they ended up passing me um, or putting the phone down but not putting it on hold and the owner that I was trying to speak with figured out who I was and went on to talk poorly about how he has no interest in talking to me, doesn't want to uh, have a conversation and things like that. One of the most demeaning, while I was on hold, it was it was like listening to someone talk bad about you while you're listening. Um, one of the most demeaning and, and filthy uh, emotions that I've received when trying to do direct sales with somebody else. You know, I think that direct sales, however, giving that story, and I want to give the follow-up and the end to that story later in this, but... Giving that story, I think that direct sales is one of the most missed things by small business owners. What small business owners often do is they look at their big brother. They look at what Walmart or Amazon or Target or a company like that is doing, and they try to mimic the things that those companies do. And that might be, hey, if I could ever get a commercial, I could have tons of sales. If I could afford a billboard, I would be able to really boost my sales. If I could just figure out Google SEO search marketing or or Facebook ads or whatever it might be, then I could just be like those big companies and I would have an ever-flowing machine um, of sales coming in. I think the direct sales from, listen here, from a business owner are one of the most crucial things in getting your business from zero to a million dollars in sales. Now, after you reach a million dollars in sales or beyond, obviously you could or should probably set up some systems in place around marketing and sales. However, getting your business from that point to a million dollars in revenue or something like that, I think direct sales from the business owner is one of the fastest ways to grow in a business that size. So three crucial steps that you might take to reach that level in your business. Number one step 
is finding your ideal customer, finding the the perfect customer for you. I did this in our business and I was looking for a list of 100 people that I could work on over time. You want this list to be 50 to 100 people if you can. Now, if you're in a very small niche of a business, you might not be able to come up with that many. I think the biggest uh, list that I ever came up with was like 30 or 40 maybe um, because we had a very specific industry person that we were going after. But find 50 to 100 of these people that are your perfect audience. Um, That might be an age demographic. That might be an age demographic with a certain gender. That might be an age demographic with a certain gender with a specific household income. That might be an age demographic, gender, household income, and specific interest um, that a person has. The more specific you can get this ideal customer down to, the better it will be for this experiment. So once you find your ideal customer, you find um, maybe it's you look at the uh, the big list of customers you have now and pick uh, the top five and see if they have some commonalities. Or maybe you have a specific customer that you are wanting to go after um, and you don't have any of those customers as it sits right now. That's fine as well. But find this ideal customer is step number one. Step number two is to find where all of these people hang out. Now, what I mean by that is is you might be um, in a business that these people would not be in an event or they might not all be in one area. Let me give you an example. In our family business, we sell performance horse feed. So one area where a lot of these people will hang out is at auctions for horses. Another area that a lot of these people will hang out is um, on the backsides of racetracks or on the the backsides of of rodeos or um, perhaps at a lot of the state fair shows for horses and things like that. So find where a lot of these people might hang out in a situation like that. Secondly, um, you might be in a restaurant or a coffee shop or a small shop of sorts, and these people don't necessarily hang out at events like that. However, they might live in a certain area. So if you know that your customer is a female between the age of 40 and 60 that has a certain household income and um, has to be within 10 miles of your store, well, then maybe you could target some neighborhoods that you know that a person like that would live in. Uh, Maybe you know of two or three large uh, houses, uh, neighborhoods that that these people, large neighborhoods um, with big houses is what I'm trying to say. neighborhoods like that that you can um, go to and and um, target those people in that area. Um, or finally, it might be somewhere online. Maybe it is a Facebook group of sorts or a something similar to that. So find where these people all hang out and keep that in mind as we go on. Step number three is to spend your, this allows you to spend more time and more money to get this customer. So let me let me go back. If you are going to just do this large mass marketing like uh, we talked about at the very beginning, perhaps you're wanting to do a commercial or a billboard or Facebook ads or whatever it might be, you have to be aware of the fact that your billboard, your commercial, your Facebook ad might be shown to some or a lot of people that are not your target customer. So 
by narrowing down your specific customer and knowing where they are hanging out, you are raising the percentage likelihood that the person you are talking to is your ideal customer. So what that means is that means that you can spend more time and you can spend more money talking to those people. If we go back to a example with the neighborhood, perhaps you don't have the time to go knock on every one of those doors. But if you do, knocking on every one of those doors, introducing yourself as the grocery store owner down the street, and you just wanted to give them a gift card to come to your store, that would be a great way to um, spend more time and more money on those people. You know that they're in your household income range. You know that they live close to your store. See, you're not able to spend that much money on a Facebook ad because you might have accidentally advertised to somebody that doesn't have the the um, the household income that you're targeting. So um, perhaps if you can narrow down this audience, you can spend more time and more money because you are going to know when I talk to this person, that is my target audience. That is my customer. So let's, let's do a little bit larger gifts, something a little bit more out of the box. Maybe if you own a coffee shop, you can take a bunch of coffee mugs around to these large household income neighborhoods and give them a gift of a coffee cup and say, hey, here's a coffee cup and a gift to my coffee shop shop. I just want to invite you. I am the business owner there, and I would like to see you in our coffee shop. Uh, perhaps if you owned a grocery store and you had this, you could spend more money on your mail outs. Instead of trying to spend 35 cents on a large mass media mail mailer that you don't know if it's actually good or not, maybe you could take individual packages of a uh, Tupperware or something that would be great for somebody um, in this neighborhood. And you could take these large packages to these houses. Instead of spending 35 cents, what if we spent $12 and did something totally unique and different and introduced ourselves as the business owner to these? people. Um, maybe you are in the fundraiser business and instead of um, just throwing a Facebook ad against the wall, you go to a um, large group of teachers and you actually hand out really expensive samples. Instead of spending 25 cents a person per click on a Facebook ad, you spend $15 per person because you know every single person that's at this event is my target customer. So, Knowing who your customer is, knowing where they hang out, you're able to spend more time and more money on this specific person because you know that they are the customer that you want. Don't spend time on these. This is your dream client list. Don't spend time on on people that are um, might be a good customer. They might be able to come to your location or whatever it might be. This is your ideal customer. Go find these people and sell them directly. Quit wasting your time on these mass marketing um, campaigns and stuff like that and put more time and more money and you will yield a better result for your business. This is especially applicable to growing a smaller business and and uh, taking a business from zero or, or, or around there to a $1 million revenue location. So the end of the story that we started with was the guy was was uh, didn't realize that I wasn't on hold and he was talking poorly about me while I could sit there and listen to the entire conversation. And then I had to listen to the receptionist get back on the phone and she said, uh, yeah, Mr. Cook, he's he's not here today um, or he's not available or whatever it might be. 
and I had to listen to that entire experience. I continued on. I persisted because I knew he was my target customer, and I knew that I could actually help him and his business if he would just give me a moment of his time. Fast forward over two years later, after calling on him over and over and over, sending weird, unique gifts, I would send gifts to him, um, um, weird things like a, a train whistle or, or a, a Rubik's Cube and say, are you puzzled about how to save money? I want to talk to you. Here's my cell phone number. Um, things like that. And, and would spend more time and more money because I knew he was my ideal customer. After two years he actually had an incident with his current supplier and um, it ended up being a pretty large incident at his ranch with a, a lawsuit was involved and things like that. And you wouldn't believe who his first call was to look at different options. Um, it was my company, of course. And, um, you know, this persistence that took over and over and over again to to try and get him on the phone and to to make him aware of who I was it it was demeaning and it was tough and it was it was hard to persist over and over and over but after I became top of mind for that person and he had an issue he needed someone to step up and um, get a new supplier I was the first person he thought of. And that's what direct sales can do to your company. Running, if he would have seen a commercial that we did or a billboard that we did, it would not have wowed him or astonished him or or made us top of mind. Um, direct sales is something that can set your business apart from all of these other Walmart, Amazon, Target advertisements that people see each and every day. Thank you for listening to this episode.